Well, hello. Welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I am Phoebe Richards. I am Grace Penzel. I am Stephanie Thompson. And I am Kayla Teal. And we are the Stoner Stoner Chicks. (laughs) 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 Oh, and this is our podcast. We put it out every week. And if you're loving it already and this is your first time, welcome. You should know we also have a Patreon. So if you still love it at the end of this episode, join us at Patreon. Dot com slash stoner chick. <laughs> and uh, when you join, you get a thank you on air. And today we have a very special patron to thank, and that is Nick from Seattle. Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. So much. Thanks, Nick. Toot, Thanks, toot. Nick. Thanks, toot, Nick. Toot. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. And now let's dive right into the episode. So diving into the episode, I have a little product review right up top. And maybe, Phoebe, you can also help me with this because we are smoking, or well, I am, and then Phoebe already has, the Saints Joints of Washington collaboration with the Great Moments in Weed podcast, which is Abdullah Saeed and David Beanenstock, who we've had on the podcast before. So Saints Joints has this limited edition collection of joints boxes that each one has a moment in weed associated with the box. So when I went to Lux to find them, I said, do you have different ones that I could choose from? And the lovely bud tender was like, do you want this date or this date or this date or this date? And I was like trying to associate with dates. And they said 69. And I was like, well, and so I said 69. (laughs) And I ended up with the 1869 Little Women Get Lit all about Louisa May Alcott, which was the subject of our second episode ever that we did. So they have several different strains of joints from different local Washington growers. And I'm going to try the Durr Burger from Gold Leaf. And which color is that one? Because they all are like slightly different colors. They're all slightly different colors. This one is like a medium purple color, like a bright purple color. That's what I like most about when I had the little packaging was opening it and seeing all the different pretty colors of the joints. So is each joint a different strain? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's a five pack. (laughs) That's awesome. And the strains are all the same across the different boxes, but each box just like has different facts on it. Yeah, the one I had was about the what Mary Jane who did the pot brownies. Oh, oh love that. That is awesome. We've also yeah. done a podcast on that. How did you like the joints, Phoebe? I loved them. I thought they smoked real nice. I will admit I did a bad job of paying attention to which ones were which strain as I smoked them. So I came out of it like, well, I need to get that again and try them all again. Oh, cool. (laughs) Well, this is very delicious. And congratulations to our friends at Great Moments in Weed podcast. Go listen to them now. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll let you know how I'm feeling in a minute. Yeah, we'll check in throughout the episode. Grace has hit it. And uh, we'll hop on. We finished that first lap of this episode. And now (laughs) (laughs) on to the second lap. On to the second lap, which is some... Things I saw while I was high. 
things I saw. Saw while she was high. That's me, Phoebe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So today, my things I saw while I was high, I'm going to do a little down memory lane of earlier this summer when I went to the annual, though I believe it had not happened in three years. I could be wrong. Maybe it did happen last year. The annual Dead Baby Bike Race Party. What? Yeah. I know. This This is a famous Seattle bike race. Yeah. So basically the background is there was sort of this like group of bike messenger biker guys that all worked at this bike garage that called themselves Dead Baby Bike Gang. I actually don't know if gang was part of it, but the Dead Baby Bikers like in the 90s. And it was just based on like in the garage, there was a baby doll that was like nailed to a wall. The founder has said if he'd known their group would end up getting so much attention, he maybe would have named it something else. So the first one was in 1996. I think only a couple hundred people went. They just sort of picked a start and would a whole bunch of people just sort of rode their bikes down towards the Soto area. And then they had like a party after. But then they started doing it every year and it started getting more and more attention They started finding areas that they could get permits for the after party part. And they would just basically turn into these huge. I mean, I don't know if, you know, bike messenger types. It's uh, they're a rough and tumble crew that likes to drink their cigarettes and they like to to drink their cigarettes cigarettes. (laughs) and do crazy stunts on their bikes. And so, yeah, they now like thousands of people come to the party and it's in Georgetown. I think it used to be like at a warehouse in like the Ballard area for a couple of years. Because I went to it there once a long time ago. But it's been in the Georgetown neighborhood, the ending destination. They usually start somewhere on Capitol Hill. A bunch of people go. They don't get permits for the race part. Everyone is just all these people ride their bikes along the route. And they end in Georgetown. And then it's basically just like a street party where everyone's drinking, everyone's smoking. And then they just this last year opened up a little clubhouse right down the street from me at an old vacuum. There was this weird vacuum shop that always had like Bible verses on a sign outside of it. <laughs> Didn't it have the vacuum shop? Didn't have it old vacuums that they made into little yeah. like, creatures and stuff? Well, post pictures. Those are some of that stuff still there. But basically that got taken out and then they took it over as their like dead baby like clubhouse that they all <laughs> hang out at. And then they built all of the ramps and stuff for the party. So anyway, this party was about a month ago, give or take. And I didn't even get there till like 11 at night. So I didn't do any of the bike riding part. But it's just, like I said, like a thousand or more people are on the streets and they had built this giant ring of fire that they had lit on fire. And there was ramps. So everyone would ride their bikes (laughs) or skateboards like up the ramp and then try to land and go down the ramp, like through the ring of fire. So (laughs) fun. And then, yeah, so I met a whole bunch of friends that I don't see much and it was a lot of fun. And we just drank a bunch and I was just chain smoking joints. And it's just so fun to watch people doing like crazy shit. (laughs) I just don't (laughs) don't feel like you see that much anymore. Just people are just being crazy. And then even a really best part is like we decided we want to get a shot. And so we walked to this bar nearby and we walked in. It was very crowded. It was this huge line, this single line, but it was one of those double bars And one of my girlfriends that I was with named Ray just waltzed up to like the second bar that was totally open, like right next to this huge line. And we just got served immediately. (laughs) It was so rad. No one in line even said anything. We got like eight shots for all of us, took our shots and just left. That was really awesome. I was like, point for Ray. (laughs) She was like, well, the double there's like because there's two bartenders. Anyway, 
Then we went back to the bike party, and I got to watch my favorite event, which is the bike jousting, where they build these two like triple decker bikes that are really, really tall. And then they make these giant jousting sticks out of like duct tape. So they're not sharp at the end, obviously, but and they ride at each other and try to push each other off of these triple decker (laughs) bikes jousting and everyone's watching and just cheering and cheering. And it's so fun. And this was at like 1 a.m. when they started the jousting and it was like a thousand people. Isn't it three bike frames that are welded on top of each yes, other? Yes, that's what I meant by triple decker, which yeah. maybe that description wasn't as good as yours. Oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> this is the most Seattle shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I love imagining this happening in 1996. And like, it's like a piece of like old Seattle that has survived the tech industry taking over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love imagining it's the 90s, like, grunge era in Seattle, and there's just a giant flaming hoop, and people are jumping their bicycles through it. I love (laughs) that it's still happening. That's so cool. Yeah, and it's awesome having it be, like, three blocks from my house, because then I was able to just stumble back. And next year, I want to have, like, an after party at my house. Oh, my God. That's my plan for next year. So mark your calendars. You're all invited. I'll book a fucking flight for that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, things I saw while I was high, Dead Baby Bike Party 2022. Very fun. Wow. And I'll post. I took lots of videos, so I'll post all that Amazing. shit. <laughs> Phoebe, that sounds truly wonderful. I feel like seeing fire stuff when you're baked is so <laughs> yeah. wonderful. Like anytime I, in college, I was friends with a woman who got was into fire poi. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah like spinning fireballs and sometimes she would pull that out when we were like chilling and smoking or like drinking and it was just always like whoa like the most mind-blowing so to jump through a flaming yeah ride a bike through it I know yeah yeah even as high as I was I was having both a good time and always like "Ooh, are you gonna fall in (laughs) but were people doing it successfully like really very few landed it everyone made it through I mean you you didn't it was pretty hard to actually fall on the fire but most people didn't have a clean landing Because it was, like, really ramped. You went pretty high. Yeah. So dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just a bunch of drunk people jumping through fire on wheels. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the bike race itself is super dangerous. Like, there's no route to it. They don't close off any streets. You have a starting point and an ending point. Mm -hmm. And you just have to get there as quick as possible. And you can use any roads and means possible and people are like flying down if you don't know seattle very well seattle is a very hilly city and so you're flying down these hills on these downtown streets and it's crazy i would come in last place (laughs) (laughs) if i finish the race (laughs) i know i'd get there eventually well gee i think we finished up that second lap guys i think we're on to the third lap (laughs) Thank you for that, Phoebe. <laughs> Things I saw while I was high. I sang something at work to the tune of Things I Saw While I Was High. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I sang it. And then one of my coworkers was like, oh, that's a fun little melody. Like, that's a fun <laughs> tune. And I was like, oh, yeah. I can't tell you that I made it up on my weed podcast. (laughs) But anyway. I love that. Yeah. So going straight into lap number three and 
this is the final lap, bitches. We're going to live here because it's here a long is, ass lap. <laughs> this is bad. steal your stash in which Grace acquires your segments. Damn. Steal your stash. That's right. I'm taking all of your segments and making them into my own segments. <gasps> what? Come on. Be copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I had done a very brief version of this in a Patreon episode, but I wanted to expand on the form. So first, I'm s- my first victim is Kayla. <gasps> Not I'm weed stealing. in the news. <laughs> it's weed in the news. All right, for Weed in the News, <laughs> our first article comes from WGBH.org, Boston's local NPR. So the title of this article is People Formerly Incarcerated on Cannabis Charges Find a Place in Legalized Market. Okay. All right, that sounds promising. Let's see how the execution is. By Paris Alston, September 23rd, 2022. Okay, so basically the story says that Massachusetts first started selling recreationally in 2018, and they describe it as being like an Apple store, kind of everything laid out prettily in glass cases. But where do people who once participated in the illicit market and in some cases served time for it fit into the state's multi-billion dollar legal cannabis industry? Bowie Berthold first found a place in the legalized industry but not without overcoming some hurdles. I'm a former trafficker. I'm a second-generation cannabis entrepreneur. I guess you would say it's been part of my family, Berthold said. I was arrested in 2006 with about 300 pounds of cannabis. It led to a big bust, a big arrest, and a subsequent 2.5 to 3-year state prison sentence. Berthold now runs Paper Cranes Cannabis with his partner, Lisa Moriello. It's an outdoor cultivation farm in Hubbardston with a social equity license. There, he employs people who have a similar background as himself. They're part of what's called the legacy market, people who were in the industry before legalization. So I thought this is really interesting. The words social equity to us mean legacy, Berthold said. If you are social equity, chances are you are a legacy operator and the legacy operators are responsible for the marijuana culture in our society today. Awesome. If you live in Massachusetts, buy weed from buy weed from Paper Cranes Cannabis. I didn't realize they were called legacy farmer or legacy in farmers. Love that. Legacy operators. Operators. Yeah. That's really cool. There's this guy, Harry Jean-Jacques, who can also relate to this and how it's hard to compete without like the capital of bigger businesses. He said, I was there from the beginning. I've sold weed my whole life. After legalization, I was very excited but quickly let down. And that's what actually got me into the fight for equity. He runs the nonprofit Big Hope Project, which provides free sealing and expungement services and educational events in areas disproportionately harmed by the war on drugs. It's a tenet of the state's legalization law that's falling short as people in that category navigate a complicated and costly licensing system. Mm -hmm. So you have to have like a million dollars in your account, basically, to be able to flourish selling weed. And they're making it artificially difficult for Black people to participate in the market. 
Mm-hmm. There's a new cannabis equity law that is an effort to correct that. And it establishes a trust fund for social equity applicants like these legacy operators for that limit the fees in the cities and towns for hosting a cannabis business. They go to places like Cambridge as a good model for leveling the playing field. So far there, cannabis licenses are exclusively available to certified social equity and economic empowerment applicants. Just this week, the city council voted to extend that provision for another two years, and they think that it should make it easy for legacy markets participants. Anyway, this is a really great article by Paris Alston at Bonjour Paris underscore on Instagram. And she is a co-host of Morning Edition at the GBH News. Cool. Thanks for sharing, Grace. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Buy weed from women. Buy weed from legacy growers. Yeah, legacy operators. Legacy operators and social equity operators. And that, everybody, has been weed in the news. That made me want to smoke weed. That made me (laughs) want to smoke weed. And I think it's time for all of us to get a little high and take a smoke break. What do you think? Agree. All right, stoners, welcome back from your smoke break. This is Grace, and as you remember from the first half, I have acquired the segments of my, I almost said competitors. (laughs) (laughs) Colleagues. Not competitors, Um, and we know if we were, I would win. (laughs) (laughs) Of my co-host, this is Steal Your Stash, Grace Acquires Your Segments. (laughs) Ka-ching! The next segment that I am acquiring from Kayla and Phoebe is BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Fame. Fortune. Deceit. BuzzFeed. Allure. Gossip. Deceit. A BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Welcome back. And I'm glad you're getting high. I forgot that I already brought us in from the smoke break. (laughs) Phoebe's hitting her bong. On BuzzFeed today, we're talking about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. (laughs) Oh, no. So Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are respectively a rapper slash pop punk artist (laughs) who is 31 years old or 32 now, I think. And... Megan Fox, who we all know Megan Fox, right? Jennifer's Body, movie star. Transformers. Transformers. She played a hot bisexual on New Girl. Yeah, she's wonderful. Furiously goes on YouTube. (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she did. It was hot. I didn't realize you were talking to me. That joint was good. (laughs) Hey, great moments in weed, guys. Joints were good. Yeah, a little check-in. Yeah, check-in. Doing good. Okay. (laughs) So... Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox have been dating since 2022, and in October of 2021, Megan Fox described the first time that they briefly encountered each other, which happened at a GQ party in Los Angeles several years before they started dating. During the encounter, Fox told Machine Gun Kelly that he smelled like weed, (laughs) with MGK responding, 
I am weed before <laughs> stepping away. I mean, I would want to have sex with someone that said that. <laughs> so this is this is Megan Fox's exact quote. I don't remember your face, and I definitely would have remembered his face, she continues. I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. He looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. Then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. Wow. That was their first meeting and now they're in love. That's a good meet cute. I guess. Yeah. So I'm going to share my screen with the two of you. The three of you, rather. <laughs> Who doesn't get to see it? <laughs> So a brief timeline of Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's relationship. Here we see the couple in question. Can I be honest with you? Yes. I know. I'm just trying to process my thoughts. (laughs) They don't look human to me. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of them do. Okay, it's interesting because the... Song that I was going to introduce Machine Gun Kelly with was called Concert for Aliens. (laughs) And they are extremely strange. So Machine Gun Kelly is a pop punk musician and sounds, uh, I don't know, man, but he is tall and very alien like. He has very intense cheekbones. So they were rumored to be dating and like found to be dating by July 2020 after Megan Fox had split with her husband of 10 years and father to her three children. Megan Fox is, oh my God, she's only 36 years old. She looks so much older than that. And not in a bad way. She looks just No, she's just a mature lady. She's just such hashtag mommy vibe. Yeah, I think he's a dad also. He is. I tried watching his documentary once. Oh, really? I did. I was high at like three in the morning and I tried watching (laughs) the Machine Gun Kelly documentary on Hulu or wherever it is. And I could get maybe 15 minutes into it. And I was like, yeah, he sounds like an odd duck. So in July 2020, he told Teen Vogue, it's no secret. I think feet are beautiful. And I think Megan has the most beautiful feet that exist. (laughs) He added, referencing Fox's feet, which made a cameo in his music video for Bloody Valentine. Fox referred to Kelly as her twin flame in a conversation with astrologer Susan Miller. Red flag. (laughs) The second that I was in a room with him, I knew right away that he was what I call a twin flame. Instead of a soulmate, a twin flame is actually where a soul has ascended into a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. So we're actually two halves of the same soul. Twin flame, very disturbing. I highly suggest listen to the podcast about twin flames. Anyway, it's very Very. scary. Okay, what's it called? What's it about? Tell me everything. Twin flames is what it's called. Okay, it's about that belief system and people that make a lot of money teaching it and convincing people that like even if they get a restraining order against you, they're still your twin flame. Twin flame. Yeah, nothing can stop you from getting together. (laughs) It's very disturbing. Oh, January twenty twenty one. Fox and Kelly spark engagement rumors when she was spotted wearing a huge ring on her left hand. He also sported what appeared to be costume jewelry. She reacted to the speculation by sharing an Instagram story photo of a ring that read fuck you and adding an eye roll emoji. Okay. Okay. Uh, They honestly don't look human to me. (laughs) No, they, they don't look human. We're looking at a picture of them at the premiere of Good Morning 
which came out in 2021 and is a stoner comedy that Machine Gun Kelly attempted to make that we're going to watch a trailer for in a second. (laughs) In May 2021, the couple raised eyebrows when the rapper revealed that he wears a necklace with fox's blood in it around his neck. So they pulled a Billy Bob and Angelina. Yeah, I was going to say rip off. (laughs) She was actually going out of town to film a movie. This was really new in our relationship. I didn't have a passport either. So she was going to Bulgaria. So I was kind of freaking out like, you're going to leave and I can't even come see you. As a result, the mother of three gave him the pendant, which he carries with him when he isn't wearing it. Some people give like a handkerchief to their partner. I have her DNA. (laughs) Um, So whatever. And then she did talk about. No shame. About the blood, carrying around someone's blood. Would you guys do that? Didn't Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton do that? I don't know. It's like a biohazard around your neck. <laughs> oh, not, my goodness. It's it's not not a biohazard, but I, I just, I feel like if I rag on someone for carrying around blood, I'm kink shaming somehow. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess that's one <laughs> way to look at it. Because I know people who think that is so hot. Huh. I do think it makes sense that they might be vampires. Yeah. I think they could be vampires and aliens. And here is them at the premiere of his Hulu documentary, Life in Pink. That's what I tried watching. (laughs) And you failed? I failed at watching it. Zero stars. (laughs) Zero stars. And then the last one update is this one that says May 2022. During the Billboard Music Awards, Kelly sang Twin Flame, dedicating the track to his, quote, wife and their, quote, unborn child. (laughs) I don't think she's pregnant and they are not married. And (laughs) after the awards show, Fox shared a series of snaps from their Las Vegas weekend, including a text message exchange in which she revealed they had just cut a hole in the crotch of her blue jumpsuit to, quote, have sex. (laughs) Thanks for sharing. She also recently shared a picture of herself on Instagram, and the caption is, offering myself to the Spice Girls if they are in need of a new member. BDSM Spice. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, very good. But anyway, so this stoner movie in question, Good Morning, is a 2022 American romantic stoner comedy produced, written, and starring Colson Baker and Maud Sun. That's right. We're doing a very abbreviated stoner movie book club. (laughs) This movie, the reception section from Wikipedia says, on aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds a 0% rating based on (laughs) reviews from seven critics. Jeffrey Anderson of Common Sense Media gave a two out of five and wrote, without help from outside substances, This showbiz stoner comedy really doesn't offer anything we haven't seen before and never achieves more than a mild chuckle. In the United States and Canada, the film earned $16,000 from 28 theaters in its opening weekend. In total, the film has grossed $21,348. Oh, no. I now Uh (laughs) present to you. That's not very good. No, it's not. So I now present to you, we're just going to watch the trailer. (laughs) We're not going to watch the whole movie. Whole movie. (laughs) This is my impersonation of Draco Malfoy looking for drugs. Where's the pot, Potter? Anyone know the number to 911? 
Yo, what was that one? Like Game of Thrones or something. I'm trying to get on one of those shows. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's a serious shit. My name is London Clash. I'm an actor on this show called Good Bad People. This is Apple. We've been dating for a year. I can't stop thinking about her. I just want a vibe. Got you by my side. Good morning with the you. What the fuck? Yo, does this look like a breakup text to you? Yes. We're getting your energy right, man. Oh, shit. You're an idiot. Help you find your girlfriend. About fucking time. Hi. Can hi. you push this meeting? No, I cannot push the meeting with the director of Batman. Apple's, like, breaking up with me. The only thing that will never break your heart is money. Jesus Christ. That hoe is loyal. You feel me? Oh, my God. Movie man. What's up, Barry? Yo, did you see Apple? Yeah. Did she say where she was going? She did. She actually... No, are you fucking crazy? That's a... I, I, not necessary, sir. Uh, I'm gonna text you. Yeah, that would be... I will kill you! Our boy's in trouble. This is how we fix everything. We're on a mission. Start your engines. Man, quit acting like a bitch. Smoke me! I don't want to. This has been the weirdest day at work ever. Hey, I got this. You a cool cop or something? Yeah, Stony Smurf. Get off. I trust in you! This is the worst day of my life. Yo! Hey! Do you want to be in love? Or do you want to be the biggest star in the world? <laughs> oh, shit. It's time to <laughs> party! Danny Trejo. What is this, dust? That's people, man. This movie's gonna shoot itself. I'm gonna shoot myself. Drake has a huge snake. Tom Arnold? I don't think that's Drake. Gosling. What? Okay, everybody. <laughs> that looked fucking terrible. That literally looked Sorry. like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Do you think it could be so bad it's good, though? No. Do you think that's possible? No. I don't think so. Not okay. with that. Um, no, the funniest, Kayla. <laughs> the funniest part about that video that I just posted is that it was the trailer was posted from Machine Gun Kelly's account. And the comments under it are like the first top comments are like he has bots bombing these comments with positive reviews. Mm -hmm. And then as you scroll down, it's just like a bunch of random accounts being like, I'm so proud of you, Machine Gun Kelly. This was a hilarious film. Like, just like really weird AI stuff. So basically, these people are engaged. They're very strange and they make bad stoner comedies. You know that her engagement ring is designed so that if she tries to remove it, it'll like cut her. <gasps> what? No. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's I don't wild. want any I don't want any part of these people. I just don't. <laughs> I wish that movie was good. It's a yeah. movie you would want to be good. I want to see the movie where Megan Fox is the stoner. Yeah. That'd yeah, be a way better seriously. film. Like. Yeah, not just the hot girl. Yeah. She should be the hot girl that's stoner. Before today, I thought Machine Gun Kelly was 22 and Megan Fox was like 39. Huh. <laughs> Okay. Well, we all learned something today. <laughs> hey. All right. I just have one more segment, and I know we're running a little long. 
but I hope it's okay. I'm going to steal Stephanie's segment. This is Grace's super dumb quiz tied in with Weed Mad Libs. All right. So this is double dipping, stealing Phoebe's and Stephanie's segment. So what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to ask, I'm going to source the suggestions for this Mad Lib and then plug them into a quiz and we'll do that real quick. How about that? All right. Sounds Mm -hmm. great. Okay. These are going to be rapid fire. Phoebe, noun. Bottom. Like a booty? Does that count? Sure. Booty. Make it booty. Booty. Fruit or vegetable? Strawberry. Oh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a fruit or a vegetable. (laughs) Phoebe. Oh, I understand. You thought it was an either or question. Okay. Adjective. Flirtingly. No, that's an adverb. Flirty. 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 (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We'll get through this. A word that rhymes with high. Sty. Like a pig sty. Okay, now. (laughs) Columbia. And type of beverage. Mmm. Coconut LaCroix. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Kayla, noun. Root beer. Body part. Back of knee. (laughs) Adjective. Squirmy. (laughs) Different way of saying fucking. Boinking. (laughs) Something hot, like in temperature. Leather seat. Leather seats. <laughs> In the sun. <laughs> A boring grandma activity. Snoozing. No offense to grandmas. Snoozing? Yeah. My, okay. For the record, I love to snooze. Steph, a type of dessert. Cheesecake. A liquid. Hmm. Blended cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> A title such as Dr., Mrs., etc. Esquire. Or could it be a prefix one like like Captain or... Okay. Hmm. Mistress. <laughs> okay. Holiday. A holiday. Hmm. Boxing day. A location. Bar Harbor, Maine. Bahaba. I knew you were all going to say that. <laughs> And then a fruit or a vegetable. Hmm. Pumpkin. Okay, that's so funny. Okay. Well, one at a time. Phoebe, a type of carb that's not bread. Spaghetti. Kayla, a type of fruit. Mango. Stephanie, a city in the United States that's not Bar Harbor, Maine. Or it could be, I guess. No, in the United States. Yeah. St. Louis. Okay. Another name for weed. Uh, Phoebe. Oh. The sticky icky. (laughs) Sticky icky. (laughs) Kayla, a way food is heated. On leather seats. A method of heating food. (laughs) (laughs) On leather seats in the sun. Yeah, putting it on a leather seat in the sun. Putting it on a leather seat in the sun. I'm driving to Baja, (laughs) but... In the <laughs> and the name of a famous composer. Anyone can say this. Bach. Mm. Bach. 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 <laughs> okay. Now we're going to take a quiz called "What Soup Are You?" 
based on your fall favorites. Only I'm inserting words that you just said into this BuzzFeed quiz. Cool. I love it. Okay. And you will all pick just one answer. How about? Because it's the <laughs> sort of thing that you go through like one at a time. Okay. Yeah. So collaborate. How will agree? I don't know. We'll agree. How will agree? Okay. Which drink are you picking? A booty spice latte? Yes. A strawberry cider? A flirty wine? <laughs> Sty? <laughs> Sty tea latte? How many options are there? A pumpkin Columbia cold brew? Or a coconut liqueur? An espresso coconut liqueur? Ew. I'm going to go with the first one, booty, if it was me. But what do you two think? A booty spice latte? I don't know if I want to have anything in my mouth that tastes like booty. Oh, yeah, what okay. does that like even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, which one do you want? A flirty wine. Let me remind you. <laughs> I probably I think, would go flirty wine. I think I want a flirty wine if I'm flirty being real. Wine. Yeah, flirty okay. wine. Flirty wine. Final answer. Okay. But if it was just Phoebe, I'd order the booty spice. <laughs> Okay, it's the weekend. What are you doing? Oh, smoking weed. Going to a root beer patch? <laughs> Back of the knee gating? <laughs> the fuck? Squirming? Oh, sounds fun. Boinking? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Having a leather seat in the sun? What? <laughs> or snoozing? Boinking. I'm having a leather seat in the sun. <laughs> Snoozing. No, we have to agree, you guys. So it has to be boink. It's fine. We won't have to do boinking. I guess snoozing. Okay, I'll go with snoozing. Snoozing. Okay, snoozing. <laughs> so okay. this one is a, a sort of freestyle that I'm coming up with. Okay, basically just if we were to go to... Target, Home Goods, Spirit Halloween, Michael's Bath and Body Works, or a local market, where would you go? I was at Michael's less than an hour ago, so I think I'm going to say Michael's. Should we just care. say Michael's? Yeah, Michael's. I'll okay, Michael's. We'll say Michael's. Okay, now. Oh, what kind of soup am I? What kind of soup are we? Okay, what's what... your fall clothing staple? Cheesecake flannel? Cheesecake? <laughs> Sweater? <laughs> what? It's not really working with cheesecake. Oh, no. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> mistress Martin's? What? Ooh. Doc Bo Martin's mistress. Boxing day socks? No. <laughs> no. Bar Harbor, Maine? Just or... <laughs> That's just, my fault staple. That entire place? <laughs> or a pumpkin. As a pumpkin? A pumpkin. Totally my false staple. I'll go, I'll go Mistress Martins because I wear boots. <laughs> this is falling apart at the seams. Okay. Let's say Mistress Martins just for Thank clarity's you. sake. Thank you. Yay, I win. Okay. What kind of soup are we Okay, which movie gets you in the fall mood? <laughs> Practical Magic, Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, When Harry Met Sally, The Edge of Seventeen, or Knives Out? Hocus None. Pocus. Halloween Town. Halloween Town. 
Okay, let's do Halloween Town. And then one last question. I hate Hocus Pocus with a fucking passion. You do? Fight me. I will cut you. We don't have time right now. (laughs) Hot take. (laughs) We'll circle back on our spooky episodes about that. Okay. Finally, what other fall food is your favorite? Pumpkin spaghetti? Caramel mango? St. Louis chicken dip? (laughs) (laughs) Those are dessert? Sticky icky roast? (laughs) Vegetables cooked by putting it on the leather seat in the sun. <laughs> I yes. think we know what the answer, the answer is to that. That's it. <laughs> no, there was another one I really liked. Or beef Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> uh, vegetables cooking on the hot leather seat. Yeah, me too. Okay, collectively, we are tomato soup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I should have gotten a Mad Lib for the last one to put in as the type of soup. And no matter what type of soup we had, that's what we would be. But alas, I didn't do it. Next time we do I a like quiz knowing like what I am, which is apparently okay. a tomato. A true classic. You find comfort in your fall traditions and bring a sense of stability to those around you. Interesting, Aww. guys. You're definitely a reliable friend and you make great grilled cheeses. So, that's sort of true oh. well wow the end of that third lap came up quick but we made it <laughs> i'm sorry that was so long okay i love you guys i love you listeners did we decide who's taking us out it is me and come on down to the website it's stonerchickspodcast.com and i'd love you to check it out you can have all the links there and if you don't want to do that, you just want me to list them off now, I will. At TikTok, we're Broccoli Broads. At Instagram, we're Stoner Chicks Podcasts. And Twitter, we're Stoner Chicks Pod. Check out our Patreon. It's really cool. There's extra stuff. Stonerchicks.com. Wow, boom. And also want to know something. <laughs> yeah. Kayla, what does stoner chicks always say? I like to smoke by putting my little nugs on a hot leather seat. <laughs> Rolling down the window, let that sun hit it raw. <laughs> smoke your weed. Bye. 